What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Cell, along with both my co-hosts today. I am here. Dawson, I'm back. Willie yeah. Lumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> and the show's in full, Vern Lee. <laughs> okay, so now I was not expecting this many cards for a podcast. But we also obviously had to make an exception because we finally finally have Dr. Doom. It Doom. It, it, it seemed like it was going to take forever for us to get Doom. And now he'll be here next month. Oh no, it's May. This month. Fantastic. So, let's just jump right into it. Dr. Doom, Frightful Team Affiliation. He's level one. He has flight and range, as Doom should. He's 2-4 with 6 health. He has uh, superpower inventor, build phase yellow. Dr. Doom creates an invention. That is awesome. Then he has science and sorcery as his level up condition. He needs two XP. At the end of your turn, if you played an equipment and a plot twist this turn, Dr. Doom gains an XP. Funny enough, that's a similar level of condition to uh, Dr. Strange in the photo universe. How you have to play a character, a location, and a plot twist in order to get XP, and it costs him three XP. So I think it's interesting because uh, last I remember, Doom is in the is in the running to be the Sorcerer Supreme. So that's uh that's interesting. So um let me go ahead and read uh level two. Level two Doom, Doctor Doom, same team affiliation, flight range seven seven for stats, st- still six health, still has an inventor uh superpower, but now he has time platform, which is a build phase blue. Choose an enemy supporting character. Its owner shuffles it face up into their deck. Doom can't use this power if there's a face-up character in an enemy deck. Interesting. So, what are we thinking about Dr. Doom so far? You want to go ahead first, Vern? Uh, Right off the bat, um, having invention on level one is really good. Ridiculous. So, since I know that he can use generics, that means as long as you have a plot twist in your hand, can probably get an XP starting on turn one. Yep. So that means his, his weak stats on his level one probably won't be a big deal. You can probably level him on on by, uh, at the end of your turn two probably every time or most of the time. So that's not bad. Yeah, six health and then you go to level two. Stats are good, fighting, especially for a character with fighting range. Um, That time machine power or whatever a time platform yeah time platform is pretty good but it's it's like you have to expect to only get that off once right so honestly without seeing everything else which i'm sure there are plenty of other things that go uh, along with this card without seeing everything else this is just okay uh stat wise really good but that level two power isn't good enough by itself. Even though you still had a level one power, you know, that the invention power is still good, but you, I need to see what everything else uh, goes along with it to make it, you know, to, to determine if it's better than just okay. Mm-hmm. Thoughts, Dawson? Um, interesting. It's interesting. Um, like you said, the, the invention, the inventions, so you can go straight for your weapon if you uh pull that, pull your yellow so you can get that. Also, I kind of see some uh some predator shenanigans going on with some zero cost combi sticks foolishness going on with that too. Hmm. Yup. That's where I was going with it. That's definitely where I was and going with it. And then the second ability, like I said, it by itself it, it seems average, but it's spot removal. Get those Gilgameshes out of here. 
or mm-hmm. whatever. At least we'll make them or we'll make them play another one. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be interesting to see if uh, there's some type of interaction between um, those face-up cards and how how if you have something that can get rid of that face-up card, so you can use you know time platform multiple times. I think that that would make this way more powerful, you know. Or if you somehow can uh, use the gems to um, snatch that face-up card out of there. Not the gems, but the Cosmic Cube. Use the Red Cube or something. Snatch that card plus the rest of them that's in the deck out of the deck and then use Time Platform again. That's an idea. You know what I mean? So at least we'll... uh, um, so if I'm understanding correctly now, Doom can only yank out frightful plot to it, uh, frightful inventions. Uh, whoever the team affiliation is, he got to yank that out. And you're saying he can? They can do the neutrals, like Automaton. Right. Is that the one right. from yesterday, uh, Wednesday? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So he can do Automaton, and he can do other team stamped inventions. So inventors can yank out the inventions, but it's only got to be their team of the neutrals. Okay, okay. So that changes some strategies. But that also depends on if we get any more equipments because if we get any more equipments, just one more equipment means that Doom can level on turn two. So your mulligan is always going to be your yellow. And for the most part, nothing's going to be able to stop that. You know, uh, JJ can on turn three, but you're not going to care. You know, so uh, we'll see how that goes. So now, going to the next, because we talked about both versions of Doom. Next up, Doom Bots. Frightful team affiliation, four drop, flight range, 7-7. Funny enough, same size as Doom, level 2, with 2 health. Here's the catch. Doom Bot is an invention. This card starts the game in your invention pile and is invention four. So that means you got four doom bots. So now when these dudes get stunned, do they go to the KO pile or go back to the invention pile? They go to the KO pile. Okay. So they got swarm and they have an exact replica. Keyword says if Dr. Doom would be wounded on your side, randomly choose him or a doom bot on your side. If you choose a Doom bot, you may say, Fool, you think you can defeat Dr. Doom so easily? That's exactly how I'm going to say it. If you do, switch their positions and wound the Doom bot instead. I don't like your Doom voice. I don't either, but I'm going to say it's, it that way. I'm going to work it, on it's it. Not, it's not <laughs> arrogant enough or highbrow enough. You got to say it with contempt. Okay, give me a demonstration. <laughs> No, I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) Useless. So, Dawson, thoughts on Doombot? Um, I like the Doombot. It's supposed to be Doom. Therefore, it has the same stats. And the uh, You Fool, or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. I think that's random. I mean... I'll take a 50-50 shot at it if you just got one and one of not mm-hmm. getting done. <clears throat> oh, I agree. On turn five, you put, you can get another. I'm definitely taking those chances now. No, keep in mind, if you snatch the invention, you get all copies of them. No. Which one is that? That's only Mr. Fantastic. Oh, he gets all the copies. Yeah, he has Master Inventor. Oh, this yeah. trash is so confusing. Okay. It is. And it's okay. expensive, but they're so good, I don't care. You don't care, especially since it has Swarm, because if you have a way to keep these dudes from getting wounded, and this is a keyword, word, it's not even getting shut off easily, then that means on turn four you bring this out, turn five you bring out another one, Every time you bring one of these, if you have two or more out, you're increasing the chances they're going to take the wound instead of doom. And that's just, and that's great. Two health? 
yep. R two health, right? Yep. And that makes it even better. Yep. I you got, agree. You got little mini. You got little mini groups. Yep. It's seven yep. seven. <laughs> With flight and range and two L. That alone. So already, that alone makes us a good card. Now you can stop Doom from getting wounded. Okay. What are we talking about here? Dude, this... For the low, low cost, <laughs> low, low cost of a yellow and four resource points. I'll pay that. I'll buy that for a dollar. Man, for sure. For sure. Because this is this reminds me of, uh, what was that, that four drop Sentinel in the Curve Sentinel deck at the flight range 7-7? Seven, seven. Yeah. Like, those are just solid stats. Those are just solid stats all around. And because it has Swarm, they not bumping into each other. You know what I mean? That that's that's just fantastic. I nah, this is better. Because I was about to say, I almost wish it was a three cost, just so you can um get it in faster. But I don't want lower stats. You know what I mean? Doom levels up so quick as it is, in theory, he levels up so quick. I don't want those lower stats on, on the Doom bot because they're not gonna be a threat. Because imagine if this Doom bot was like a three drop. That was a four four, something like that. Then on turn turn four, you don't want to play another four four. You know, because you only swing it for eight. One shock is gonna take them out. But on turn four, playing a doom bot and turn five, playing another doom bot, that you swing it for fourteen attack between the two of them. That's huge. That's <clears throat> a that's a big deal. You know. So last thoughts on uh on Doom Doom bots. Play them. That's it. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. Full compliment. Four for four. Yeah, because uh, let me make sure I'm gonna pull this article up. Make sure I don't uh, miss anything in the article. Okay, cool. So next up is Christoph Vernard. Y'all have to school me on this dude because I don't know who this is, but uh, he funny. is. What do you say? Christoph, my dude from the game. Oh, cool. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. So, frightful team affiliation five drop, flight range four seven two health. Two uh, keyword is becoming doom when a while a doom bot is on your side. Christoph gains, aka Doctor Doom, and Swarm. That's just great. <laughs> that's that's just great. This is this is getting more and more thematic, like the OG cards. Every every card I read. So, air apparent, main phase yellow, put five one-one counters on a doom bot on your side, or ready a doom bot on your side, or put a doom bot from your KO pile into your hand. Kristoff may use this power any number of times on your turn. That's Yay, awesome. No more once per turn. On that That's one. awesome. Dude, you just flipping all these yellows to get all this junk. Man. Dawson, thoughts on uh Christoph? Uh Christoph a beast, man. If you gotta play four of those and you gotta play four of those, you gotta play all of your Doom bots. If you not playing them, don't play Doom a Doom deck. Don't do it. Well, keep in mind, here's the genius behind it. A lot of these fantastic cards that we're seeing are in invention piles. That's the best part. Yeah. So the odds of you whiffing are completely slim. You can build your deck in a completely different way with more plot twists and more locations and more equipment if you know, hey, my my uh, the cards I plan on getting are in the invention pile. You know what I'm saying? Right. Your strategy yep. when you have an invention pile is going to be completely make deck building for you completely different because you know, hey, I just need a, a yellow or a wild to go get my four drop. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. Thoughts on Christoph Burns? Stupid good. Stupid 
good. Even without Doom, this card is is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, so your Doom's your Doom bot is already is already seven seven with flight and range and two health, right? Yep. <clears throat> you drop this guy out there. He's four seven with two health. You got the Doom bot. You can power the Doom bot up with five counters, which is ridiculous. Making that Doom bot twelve twelve on turn five. You can actually do it again if you want. <laughs> you can and use this guy. You, <laughs> you can use this guy to pull to replay a Doombot once it gets KO. You can ready the Doombot that you powered up with the guy on the same turn. And on top of that, you can play multiple Christoph Renards and protect your Doombots as well. And if you're not playing a Doom play MC. If you're not playing the Doom MC, now you can play the Doom SC with Christopher Nard and the Doom Botel. I don't really know what else to say besides give me some of that Christoph. <laughs> yeah, this is uh this is a ridiculously good card. Because at first I was like, wait a minute, him and Doom gonna bunt hip up heads, but like nope, he got swarm. So that means he's not gonna get KO'd when uh a Doombot become comes out. You know, so like oh snap like man. This 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 is looking more and more like a a version of Curve Sentinels. But some of these these tricks they got still feel like old school Doom. So, uh, moving on to Doom support character, which obviously deserves to be a high cost. So, Dr. Doom, seven costs, flight range, seven, seven, two health, inventor, build phase yellow. Dr. Doom creates an invention. Keyword, all you need is Doom. When you play an equipment, put three plus one plus one counters on Doom. When you play a plot twist, ready Doom. This sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. Ain't this the eight drop doom? Uh, Remember the eight drop three. doom? You would you would play a plot twist like you had that that version of the deck where you would have a uh, press the attack in the deck, and that eight drop doom was like eighteen eighteen some obscene mess. And when you played the plot twist, press the attack. Whenever a plot twist went to the KO pile, you'd get it back, and then you would ready Doom would press the attack. I don't forget, man. <laughs> man, that that was a ridiculous combo. This thing said when you play a plot twist, it don't even matter what type of plot twist it is. It's just any plot twist. So Darkhold is going to be great in this deck. Which is an equipment, so you still get so you that will hit his uh his ability was to ready is that the one that you uh no would you get um no the the equipment is gonna give him three counters right so he'll get three from just equipping him with the dark hole and then now you bouncing back the plot twist to ready that guy at ten this 10. is this is man this is the this this stuff is shaping up. This is shaping up quite nicely. I got a few issues, but this might be the best set we've had since X-Files. This is seriously coming in competition with X-Files with some of this stuff, dude. Seriously. I like, this, pound- better. I like this better than X-Files. Oh, well, man. I'm talking about utility-wise, pound for pound. X-Files added so much to the photo universe that it needed. You know what I mean? Whereas this has given us keywords and superpowers we haven't seen before. But it's flipping the game around because all these inventors are going to change how you even deck build. You know what I mean? You got an MC that's an inventor. That's going to be a huge deal. That's going to be a huge, huge deal. You know, so. Um, so moving on from 7-Drop Doom, coming up to another... Uh, MC, we got the wizard. Now, this is the is this the weather dude? 
Was he Weather Wizard at one point, or is oh, that man, DC? That's DC, man. Oh, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> but that's the, one, that's the one the Flash Road. This one the Flash guy. Wrong with you. No, this is uh, Evil <laughs> Mr. Fantastic. Oh, with the inventions. Okay, gotcha. Okay. So, Frightful Team Affiliation, level one, flight range, more flight range, three, three, mess stats, six health. So, Wizard Armor. While the Wizard is in combat, you may play any plot twist as a copy of an open fire, find cover, savage surprise, or best offense is a good defense plot twist. That's ridiculous, but we'll get to it in a second. Mechanical Mastermind. Level up 5 XP. You play a combat plot twist. The wizard gains an XP. I'm going to go ahead and read his level 2. So, uh, still frightful. Flight range. Now he goes from 3-3 to 7-5. He still has the armor. And now he has Escape Artist. Still 6 health. Escape Artist. Uh, Any turn combat, yellow or red. Cancel the combat. The wizard may use this power any number of times each turn. This dude is ridiculous. I can use any plot twist to be a fine cover or a savage surprise, and I got flight and range. At 3 3, though. But I got savage surprise. (laughs) I got savage surprise. Outstanding card. The the level of insanity. You telling me if I got all this stuff in the invention pile and I can yank this stuff to build my field up, you know how many plot twists this dude might have in his deck? This is a keyword. Right, that's what I'm saying. You got all of them. You know? And this is a keyword. So that's like, okay, unless you nullify the keywords or you use Dark Phoenix to take the keywords off, he's going to be doing this trash through the whole game. No, he's trying to kill you way before Dark Phoenix comes out. No, I get that. (laughs) But the odds of you being able to hit him is problematic. You know? And you don't even need these cards in the deck because you're just going to change whatever card you want into the cards you want. So you swung on me, I'm going to play this plot twist. And I'm going to use uh, Fine Cover, but I'm going to also play this other plot twist so I can uh, use Savage Surprise. That's a plus four, plus three swing on your stats. Oh, yeah, I'm going to put Leader in the deck just so I can draw some more cards. I'm He already using Yellow. Thoughts on, uh, thoughts on Wizard uh, Vern? This as of now, as we're as we speak right now, this is the best MC in the box. Until I see some, until I see something better, this is the best yeah. MC in the box. Yeah, and 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 we we finally have. A, well, I think Doom is best used aggressively too. Oh, for sure, he, he's more aggressive than Doom. He's 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 he's. Yeah, he's more aggressive than Doom. You trying you you going full fledged with this dude. He dude, if I yeah. got access to best offense is a good defense, that means on attack I can play two plot twists. I'm gonna give my stats a plus two plus five boost. So I'm not getting stunned, but you getting stunned. Then on the defense, I give myself a plus five plus three boost. Dude is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. And then when I run out of plot twists, I can finally use my locations to say, nah, I'm not going to take that hit today. (laughs) It's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. The one reason I like that he's not broken is because it's costing him so much to keep people off of him. But also, um, we have enough alt-win conditions now going now that it really makes it problematic for someone who's always on attack to get the job done. You know what I mean? So you you really have to say, okay, how am I going to get rid of people like Cosmo? How am I going to get rid of people like uh, Shadowcat? You know, stuff like that. So if you got alt-win conditions, you might not care about this dude. 
because I, I don't like that he has to play a combat plot twist, which means he has to be in combat. So you can slow his level up just by not attacking him. I'm going to just keep giving you negatives. You know, you know that type of thing. So thoughts on uh, thoughts on Wizard Dawson? Uh, like I like him. Uh, the 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 combat cancel ability is what I like a lot. I'm glad we got two characters who can use these uh, superpowers more than once per turn. That's what I'm really liking. Man, for some powers to be using more than once per turn, this is a ridiculous one to have. Yeah, I, I was always a firm believer in if you can pay for it, you should be able to do it. Well, wish granted. Because this is ridiculous. I'm wondering if San Francisco's stock is going to go up. Or maybe you just played an XMC. (laughs) What'd you say? I said, or maybe you just played an XMC. Yep. Because next MC up is Mole Man. Frightful. Level one is one. uh, He has range. He's one six for stats, five health. Mole Man is his keyword, uh, his superpower. Main phase yellow. Mole Man tunnels under an enemy resource. Uh, His level up subterranean tunnel network. Level up three uh, XP. When Mole Man tunnels, he gains an XP. I'm going to get back to that ability. Level two Mole Man Still has range, and he goes up to 311, looking like uh, uh, Cigarette Smoking Man, Cancer Man from X-Files. Still 5 health. But now he keeps the Mole Man ability, but now he has Moloids forward. Build phase red. Put a Moloid token into your, onto your side. So uh, we'll, we'll get to the Moloids in a second. But um, Mole Man, to explain the tunnel ability... From the rules, Mole Man can tunnel beneath enemy resources. If there are any enemy locations, he must tunnel under those first. If there are none, he can tunnel under a face-down resource. When he tunnels, remove him from the game and place him beneath the, the card he is tunneling under. At the end of, at the start of your next turn, put him back onto your side. And if the card he was under was a location, turn it face down. If it was already face down. KO it. That's ridiculous. If he is beneath the location and gets turned and it gets turned face down, including by being used from a superpower or leaves play, put him into your back row. If he is beneath a face down resource and it leaves play, put him into your back row. So what you're telling me is this dude has some type of ghost spider powers where he can leave the field and can't be attacked. Mm-hmm. And that's his level one ability. Yep. That's great. That's crazy. That's so <laughs> this is my one, this is my one AMC in the box. <laughs> this is my second favorite MC in the box. This dude, his on level one, not only is he avoid wounds, but he's turning down your, your resources. And KOing your resources. So now uh, we used to wonder like when you play somebody like Quake like people mm-hmm. who wouldn't put their resources in. The, they just wouldn't put their resources in. They would hold them in. They would put their plot twist or mm-hmm. characters in the KO pile. Now if you do that Mole Man will just unramp you or KO your resources. So you get hurt regardless, and you can't even attack this dude on top of. Ridiculous. This is close to broke. JJ stock has always been high, but this type of nonsense make it skyrocket. JJ gets better with every print. With with, with every print, you're like, oh, I'm still relevant. Oh, I'm still relevant. I'm still here. Like this, this. I had to read this two, three times because I'm like, are you telling me this dude leaves the field of play, can't be attacked, and he still is able to hurt your opponent? 
And this is a level one ability. I want to go second. I want to go second just because I can mulligan for my yellow. And if I don't pull it, I'm going to have nine cards in my hand and you'll have a resource out first. Definitely want to go second. And since most people want to go first, it works for you. Dude, this man, this is a trip. Now, if you successfully tunnel, that tells me I can keep you at one, two resources for as long as I got these yellows. But you're not hurting me because you ha- are putting down resources. So if they, they play a, uh, a deck where you have to put down the least amount of resources. This, You know what? As long as you got one resource, he good. You know what I'm saying? Because, man, this is a trip, dude. It's a pretty messed up situation because it is. if he pulls multiple yellows or wows right off the bat, you'll never even get to JJ. By the time you get to JJ, his fear will be huge. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's 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 uh I don't know maybe he my, maybe he's my favorite MC. This <laughs> <laughs> is gigantic defense too. Like come on man, like this dude is huge. And if that happens, where you uh pull where you high roll or, or draw a couple a couple of different yellows and wilds. Then there's going to be the avalanche shenanigans where you can now hold your yellows and start doing it with reds. And then do it with the reds, start KOing it, just everything. Man, that's. You could do that now. Yeah. You got to make sure you can protect avalanche, but still. There won't be anybody big enough to to hit avalanche. If if you uh, get a couple. Are those off early? Good point. <laughs> who who else is out there, right? Yeah, good point. That's true. Yeah. I think this dude, man, he's going to be a problem. Because if you can keep tunneling the whole game, it forces you to ramp. Because there's no way you can keep up. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, hands down, he's going to be a problem for somebody like Shadowcat. Because the earliest she can play... Um, Prowler's turn four. You keep you keep tunneling, and you're not putting down people that's big enough to deal with with Avalanche, and then Avalanche blows up all your resources. You starting from scratch, but I've been playing resources this whole time, man. All all, all the people, are, yeah, he he a problem. This ability seems like really really strong, and I'm wondering too. If he's under a resource, what happens if somebody like your opponent plays Franklin Richards? You know, mm. they play Franklin Richards and he's under a resource. Does he still go to the uh, go to the pocket dimension? You know, if he's under a resource and technically he's out of the game, does Dark Phoenix affect him the same way too? I mean, like like with Ghost Spider, if Ghost Spider is out of the yeah she affects the game so it'll be interesting to see uh what happens when you're dealing with characters who technically are leaving the field of play you know yeah, i think dark phoenix will still hit him but i don't think uh mm-hmm. i don't think i don't think franklin would get him because franklin doesn't do anything to your resource row it's the cards that's on the field and he'll be underneath the the resource so mm-hmm, man this is this is a trip. He he just seems really really like stupid strong. You still got stuff like, um, what is that? Build a better world and Iron Man flipping this junk back over. You got Reds in the deck, so that means you can uh, play Rocket and uh, get Build a Better World and Iron Man back. You know, so or or you want to go the other way. Iron Patriot, flip it down, then send them under there to blow it up. Yeah, but Iron Patriot is a six drop. You've been using Build Up at right. World probably since turn two. Right, but you said uh, Iron Man to flip it, flip your stuff back up, so I'll just go in the other way. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm just going to sit up here and say that there are multiple things you can do. 
Oh, for you real. can go. You can go aggro. You can go stall. You can go uh, flipping f- flip happy. You yep. can go aggro. I mean, it, it's anything you can do. I don't know which one is best, but this dude's strong as ever. That's all I know. He, he probably health. need four health. The five health seems excessive. <laughs> He's <laughs> not going to be there. That's my point. <laughs> That's my point. And when he and is when he there, is, he's he's huge. Got eleven. Got eleven defense. First person up that could take him down on one swing is Cersei on turn six. Hyperion not even seeing him. That's what I'm saying. I'm like this is this is man man. Just this is a really strong card, dude. This is a really really strong card. Now. Here's what makes it even stronger, if you ask me. Like, he didn't need no help in the first place, but the red ability he has, Moloid's forward, is a build phase red, put a Moloid token onto your side. So what that's telling me is, you can add characters with this red, but Moloids don't cost you nothing. Because I already have a zero cost, a frightful, zero one for stats, one health. They have Swarm, and they have Dark Vision which says while attacking, the Moloids have plus one, plus zero for each face-down resource on that side. So are you talking about face-down on your opponent's side? I think so. Okay, gotcha. So they're going to be plus zero because they're not going to have none. No, see that. That's now, see, that it's just another way you can play it. Mm-hmm. Like I instead agree. of trying to instead of trying to KO your resources, I just want to flip your resources over, mm-hmm. and then I'm just like like that. Like we was talking about going aggro, right? So if I'm doing an aggro version of this, I'm basically only hiding to level up, and then I'm just trying to put these guys out there to give me extra attackers to take down folks, because it can get it can get stupid big depending on how many resources they have. And depending on how fast you can bring the moldoids out. Because they people aren't gonna be able to always get rid of these dudes. Cause just they, two won't, of these they guys, won't have the people. Right. Right. And and just having if your opponent has say three resources face down, two of these guys are six. They're gonna take out whoever your opponent brings out. You know, so like I, I do see the value in, in obviously having them. And because they're not in your deck. They don't disrupt your 60. That's one of the things I didn't like about Queen. Queen needing Swarm. You were building the deck a certain way, which was going to increase your ability to level up, but decrease your ability to be on the offense because you try to put all these Swarm people in in order to level her up. And I hated that trash. But now you got what you what you need to help protect you is separate from what you need to level up. So your mulligan is just going to be the yellows. But if you get the reds, you can always bring out the Moloid and possibly team attack with this dude with somebody else that's frightful in order to get some extra wounds in. You know, so like I said, this this dude, thoughts on, uh, well, Moloid is pretty, pretty self-explanatory. I'm going to move on to a card that we really need to get some information on. The Mad Thinker is frightful. Two cost, one six, one health with two abilities. He has Construct Android, which is a build phase red. Search your deck for an awesome Android supporting character. Reveal it and put it into your hand. Then he has second ability is Computer Mind, main phase yellow. Make a secret prediction about an enemy's attack next turn. If that prediction is correct, reveal it, cancel the combat, and immediately make another prediction about an attack that turn. This dude is strong. Extremely. Extremely strong. If Uh, you know the game. If you know the game mm -hmm. and you're good at predicting, this is ridiculous. Yeah. (laughs) Or you you know the game or you know who you're playing. In top eight, this dude is going to be strong. Extremely strong. When you top eight, you're going to want to play this dude just so you can, because uh, like I said, it says cancel combat. So your predictions are correct. It means you cancel in the combat. You know, that's a huge deal. And he's affecting the field. 
So it's not like he has to be one of your predictions. No, well, I think that Rogue is going to attack my, you know, Mr. Sinister. Okay, Rogue attacks Mr. Sinister, canceled combat. I get another shot at this. Uh, I think um, JJ is going to fly over and hit uh, Solo. You, you know what I mean? You know how the, the game is being played and what's being done, especially in the top eight when you can see everybody's decks. Now, now you're talking. Now you talking. This Gilgamesh is going to come after my main. <laughs> exactly. Here, here's what's really messed up about it, too. Just his presence. As long as if you, you, even if you're not successful in predicting it, just because you flip that yellow, that means that it it might change the way they choose to attack. Like it might yep. rear. You might get some strange. You might you know mess up the way they or mess up the uh, efficiency of their attack just because you played that yellow. And his stats also, being the, what they are also makes it good. Yep, because you only need one shock to really stick around. But the uh, you're probably going to be including him in a lot of predictions just because that's going to put you in a situation where if they don't, if they swing at somebody and they miss, it's like, okay, I let that attack go through because that wasn't part of my prediction. I thought you was going to attack mad thinker in order to get this prediction to come, come true. And that's probably what you're going to wind up doing. Cause if he's face up, he's the one canceling the attack. You know what I mean? So you got to get him out the way in order for your rest of your attacks to be able to be relevant. Then you got folks like Herbie stepping in the way, giving folk, you know, giving people a face guard, you know. So also, also, you want to uh, you play somebody like Mastermind, give lumbering to. Uh, mm. No, that's not going to work. Oh wait, yeah, it will work. Because you're, right, you're, you're forcing yeah, whatever, if, wherever you're going to send that attack, the first attack. But the only thing you got to guess is who they're going to send first. That's right. true. You're right. That's true. That's you, true. You cut it in half. You cut it. In, you cut the prediction in half, basically. That's true. That's true. Lumbering actually works. Uh, yeah, um, it does work. No, because because lumbering is saying. That they choose the attacker, but it but it lowers the it lowers your chances of getting it wrong because right. you're choosing one half of it. Because whenever they attack, you get to choose who they attack. Not whenever the first attack. Well, if you use a master, that's what right. I mean. Yeah, the first attack. You're not choosing. You're choosing where. Oh, with Mastermind. That's what I missed. You said with Mastermind. Okay, my bad. Right. So Mastermind, you're choosing where they attack. Right. Right. So you would only you. have to choose the only only parts you would have to really guess at if you have Mastermind out there in this situation is who the actual attacker is. Who the first attack is gonna be. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm with you. So Mastermind or Mesmero. Mesmero, Mesmero, my that's bad. Mesmero. That's it. Mesmero, not yeah. Mastermind. Yeah. No, I know I got you. I'm on the same page now. Yeah, no, that's a good point. That's a good point. Because you know you know where you're gonna send it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, like I said, this dude, he he's gonna be a problem because canceling combat, like if he's in the same deck with Wizard, and Wizard is already canceling combat, and then you using this trash too. Like, pfft, you kidding me. And that's just one of his powers. <laughs> you know, and then, like I said, this dude is a two drop with a six defense. And he gets awesome Android with the red. So we're moving on to awesome Android. Awesome Android is three drop. So now you can imagine the consistency that's starting to develop. If you got this team, Doom is able to go get. The Doombots on four, you play Mad Thinker on two. He goes and gets the awesome Android. The odds of you missing drops, slim. Slim to none. You know, so like I said, awesome Android. He has uh, Frightful Affiliation 
and he is three with no stats. He has asterisk for offensive defense and one health, and he has mimicry. Awesome Android has base attack and defense equal to the highest printed attack and defense on other face-up characters. The attack and defense can be different from can be from different characters. Oh snap! That is great. Yep. That is great. So, whoever has the highest attack, that's what he gets. Whoever has the highest defense, that's what he gets. As far as their uh, his base is equal to their highest printed. That's great, because you can still equip this dude and make him even bigger. And now you're not really, you don't really care about uh, well, not, well you still care, but once the, once again, back to Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh yep. come back. Oh, I'll, I'll underdrop for these these two dudes. Bring them out for. You ain't now even sweating I'm... Gilgamesh at this point. Nope. You don't even care, because you know what you can be able to do. You're just gonna play. Uh, you're gonna play um, Nullifier, Nullify Eternal. Play this dude. Swing him. You know, um, you probably got somebody else out already, so you'll be able to get a get a hit on them. Sure, play the Sentry too. <laughs> right, right. Sentry, <laughs> Sentry can't attack, but Mimicry can. I mean, uh, Awesome Android can. So, um, ain't nothing but good stuff to say about this dude. If he had more than one health, he he'd be broken almost because like three cost. To be able to underdrop him and do some serious damage, that's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah, I like this dude. I like him a lot. And you can use the reds to go search for him with Mad Thinker. You know what I'm saying? Like, fine by me. Fine by me. I don't even know what to say at this point. (laughs) Right. I know. I'm just like, these cards are just, this set is just really, really strong. What'd you say? That's a good little combo right there. Warlock hates this guy. He's going to flip him. Come up with 13-13. Yep. For no reason. (laughs) No, you got reasons. Yeah, like I said, this is this is pretty strong. This is pretty strong. I wasn't expecting this. I vaguely remember this dude being in the comics, but the way he's gaining his strength. Now, they do make an interesting point in the article where it says, note that Android's base attack and defense do keep resetting as the board state changes. So, of course, if there are no other face-up characters, his stats become 0-0, zero, zero, and he will get stunned. So it's the same if true. Same is true if Mimicry is turned off. So you can always nullify this dude. You can always use Cosmo. Boom. Cosmo him. No stats. KO. But for three resource points, I can ask somebody that's the size of Gilgamesh. Man, I'll take that. No low cost. That's right. no low cost to play. For real. That is that is just fantastic. Yeah. So we got a few cards left here. Uh, last one, um, last character we have is Puppet Master. Frightful, two cost, two five, one health, radioactive clay effigy, main phase red. Reveal a supporting character from your hand, then move an enemy supporting character with that name onto your side. When Pus- Puppet Master leaves play, move it back. I'm iffy. I mean, if you own Puppet Puppet Master, because you really, really got to know your opponent's deck, but you also have an issue of, do I have the card that that my opponent is going to have? Because it's saying you're revealing a card for your hand, and then you're moving that enemy supporting character with the same with that name onto your side. So it's a lot that's got to go right in order for this power to work. You know, uh, thoughts you're... on uh, Puppet Master Dawson? Uh. I, I, for one, am selling him. I'm not, uh, I wouldn't play him. However, if you are playing him, that means you're just, that means you have to be playing a lot of the uh, more regularly seen cards, the solos, the matches, the 
stuff like that. Mm-hmm. The Gilgamesh's, the stuff you know you're gonna see if you're gonna if you if you're gonna try and use this. Yeah. This is if you go second. That's really what it is. Because <clears throat> if I go second, then I'm going to see what you play, and then I'm going to try to hold on to that card so I know what's going on. I think this is a great top eight card because I know what's in your deck. And if if there's mirrors, depending on the, the uh, format, if you know it's going to be a lot of mirrors, this dude can really break your mirror because you could play him use his ability to start snatching folks to your side. Well, I know you're going to play JJ, so I'm going to play this dude on three because I went second. Then I'm going to just snatch your JJ. So now I got a JJ. I still got Puppet Master, and I'm able to attack better because I got your multi-health character out the way. You know what I mean? And I I still got this dude on the field to be able to use this next turn. You know, so... I said, uh, he has utility, but I would not have him as a main three drop. He ain't be- beating out Prime Evil. You know, he ain't even beating out Kane for me. You know. Oh, no, there's, there's, <clears throat> there's, there's much better three drops in the game. JJ, hey, there you go. Much better three drops. Be no, he's a two this. drop. No, what I'm saying. Oh, he's, he's a two, two drop. drop. Oh, my bad. Right. No, that's why Max. I said. Still better, what... still better two drops playing it. Yeah. That's why I said on turn, if I went second and you play JJ, then I'm going to play Puppet Master and just take your JJ because I got JJ in my hand. You know what I mean? So certain characters you know is going to be played that's popular, you're going to be able to steal those characters and start removing them off your opponent's field. You know, so I, I like the ability, but the way you have to use the ability is hassle. You know, you think about some of the decks that we've seen. And some of the uniqueness to those decks, it's like nobody's playing those cards. You know, there there really isn't a lot of overlap. You know, you talking about all win conditions and all that type of stuff. Then you got people like uh uh what's his face? Like John Phillips playing with seven characters. What are you gonna do with that? Nothing. Or thirty two <laughs> one drops. Right. <laughs> Right, so I'm like, man, this is uh, this is ridiculous. So, um, you really have to know the format to say, I'm gonna go ahead and play Puppet Master because I know everybody is doing X, Y, Z, and right now, the field is still so open. Even though we got the four horsemen, the field is really is open, <laughs> and these cards are gonna completely change the game. Okay, how do I how do I say this? This is one of the most situationally powerful cards I've ever seen. Yeah. But most of the game is going to be useless. Mm-hmm. And that's what I don't like about it. So I agree. We looked at looking at the cards, we pretty much know there are a few cards in this set that are just going to be played in pretty much every deck at this point. Yep. And it's kind of predictable, so that makes it somewhat useful. The problem is the cars that we are getting now are so powerful that you yeah. can't put this dude out there until you see the cards you want to remove. Which and, is even why you then, and even then, there's no guarantee you're going to have the card. You know what I'm saying? It's like, mm-hmm. okay, I want to move JJ. I, let's say I want to remove JJ. They pull JJ. They play. Mm-hmm. There's no guarantee you're going to have a JJ by turn three. So it's like, okay, I've been holding this. I, I got this puppet master in my hand. I didn't pull my own JJ. I can't. Now what? He's just useless. Right. I don't. I don't like that. I don't like the large chance of him being useless. Now, now, granted. If you wait till late game and play it, like it gets better the, the later in the game you get because you know it gets mm-hmm. a little bit more predictable. But even still, I'm still holding on to this car for that long, and it's like <laughs> I could be doing something, you know. I agree. It just doesn't now, seem now, worth it to me. Now but, he does combo well with the android, so I will give him props on that. So, but what I was saying about uh, 
about um, Puppet Master, these cards are able to seriously underdrop and do some damage. Because I do understand that Puppet Master is um, super situational, but he gets better, like you said, the later in the game you go. Because if somebody got Hyperion out, somebody got Gilgamesh out, what's going to happen? I'm going to have those cards in my hand by that point. I can underdrop with the Android, get those stats, then play the, uh, what you call it, um, play Puppet Master, and then be able to flip the red and yank your Gilgamesh to my side of the field. But like I said, Puppet Master, and uh, I do see the potential for a combo. And because you build your deck differently, you may have a lot of low drops because your inventions may actually be putting in the build, the you know, just the doing the work necessary to get you to the late game. You know, so you may be building with a bunch of low drops, you know, because the invention is not even counting towards your 60 cards, which is fantastic. So, but overall, I'm like, ugh, I don't want to deal with this dude. Especially if I got wizard. If I got wizard, I'm using my reds to keep you off me. You know what I mean? So, bring out that wide wing foot and you can play them later with your extra, uh, Resource points, boy. Man, please. I'm straight. <laughs> Thank you. Straight on that too. Again, ain't, ain't even trying to hear. Man, let play Wyatt match. play. Man, let Wyatt play. Wyatt, I'll give I'll give Wyatt a match before I give Wyatt this dude. I, I don't even want to get into it with that because <laughs> you can't even shut that power off. You know what I'm saying? You you got you got to play with that. You know, like oh, he in the card game, so this is what he does now. You don't go with some trash. Like it's like you may have him play the card game. No, you play the card game. Like so, now I got to learn this ridiculous mess just in case somebody play wide wing foot. You know, like uh, and if you have a ta- so if you plan to get somebody with wide wing foot, and you got a taskmaster in your hand. You tell him you're not gonna play taskmaster. I'm playing taskmaster. Well, now you playing Wyatt. Yeah, but. <laughs> That white wing foot out there, bucko. Whack. Can't stand it. <laughs> but on a positive note, get get uh last uh last uh, card we got is a backup plan. Frightful uh combat plot twist. Uh any any turn combat, if an enemy player has played a plot twist this turn this combat, draw two cards. That's great. I like it. But you also are figuring, hey, if they play in a, a plot twist and I'm drawing two cards, these got to be two really good cards. You know what I mean? This I mean, this works for uh, um, Wizard because he wants to get he wants to play more plot twists. So drawing more cards to get more plot twists just works for his level up and works for him to use his ability. You know, so that like I said, this is this is this is uh and then the last card we got is Academy. Looks like it's Valeria on there with some glowing red eyes on some uh red rum to look at mess. But we like I said we got Academy. But uh, she's so cute. You lie. <laughs> Sit on the throne of lies. So, the uh, this is a creepy looking card. I'll never play that academy. <laughs> I'll play that. I'll play that boring Spider Man. <laughs> I'll play that boring Spider Man before I play that academy. Midtown Academy will be my academy. You know. So, but uh, as far as with backup plan, uh, Dawson, thoughts on backup plan? Um, you know what this card is, right? Uh, is the illustrated version of two more grows in this place without getting KO'd. Yep. Well, it lacks the attack. That's why you don't need to KO. Well, did, did, did anybody actually play that for the attack, though? If yeah. I could. Yeah. <laughs> if I could. I mean, I mean, if you could, but most of the time, you just give me, I just want the card. I know this character about to die. I want them cards. Die for dark side, you know. 
man. It fits, it fits the strategy of the, of the team. It does. It does. This is this is because Doom has to play a plot twist in order to get XP. So you might as well draw some cards while you at it. You know what I mean? And I like Doom's XP. His level up condition says at the end of the turn. So you may be in a situation where Doom attacks and he doesn't have a plot twist and he already had a predator out and pulls into a combi stick, plays the combi stick uh, during the attack while he's still attacking and boom, he gets his XP. You know, so like, uh, oh no, no, I take that back. Only predators, he can only equip does that move yeah. work with ritual? No, only works with predators. You can only uh, you can only do it out of your hand player. with the predator, right? Quick player, yeah, yeah, I got you. Player, yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. So, but uh, like I said, with the zero cost uh, equipment, hey, still looking up. Also, you know what's good about it? You can play this card and, and without even if your opponent doesn't play a plot twist. But it says if they have played a plot like twist this combat, you draw two cards. So you can play the card. No, but that's what I'm play. saying. What I'm saying is, let's it's say they don't play game. a plot twist, right? Uh-huh. You got, you got effects that's triggering off of just playing the plot twist on this team. So right. in a pinch, you can just toss this bad boy out and, and, and ready your doom or something like that. I that's mean, that's too. better than yeah. nothing. Oh, for sure. Yeah, good point. Good point. Yeah. Like I said, uh, th- these cards are man, these are some strong cards. A four drop that's seven seven, that's 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 strong. That is strong because I mean, like I said, Spidey, Spidey friends, uh, Spider Man characters been holding down that uh, seven that uh, seven defense on turn four for a long time. That's so, done, yeah, it's over for that. So, like I said, uh so thoughts, uh, Vern? Thoughts on uh, all the cards so far? What's what's it looking like? Outstanding, game changing set. Everything is different now. Whole, Everything. The whole game has changed. Uh, I, thoughts I on the cards? Uh, when oh, yeah, was the last time? When was the last time we've had a set this game changing? Because I don't think, I really don't think X Files reaches this level of game changing. For yeah, photo it, it, it did. It, okay, that ain't enough. <laughs> that ain't enough. This is this is like this even changes the way you got to build photo to me. It does. You got to prepare for this. Like X Files, X Files changes the way you build Illustrated because you got to prepare for photo. Mm. X Files has search and X Files has heal. That's a big deal. And discard. Yep. That's a big deal. I don't know about all that, kid. Because I got old magical <laughs> grandma coming out. Magical <laughs> grandma. <laughs> this is magical grandma. Yeah, I, I, don't, I ain't thinking too much about magical Mary grandma. Mary Poppins over here? No. I, uh, he talking about Agatha Christie, whatever name. I is. know that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, thoughts on uh, the set so far, uh, the card so far, uh, Dawson? Uh, I'm I'm excited for it. Um, yeah, some interesting <laughs> things going on here. Not, not uh, this isn't power creep. This is power leap. For real. Mm-hmm. Ain't no sneaking up on this one. No, ain't no, ain't nobody sneaking up on nothing. Ha, cosmic power. There it is. Ooh, what are these other cards? What are the actual, <laughs> what are the heralds and stuff look like if this is what we're getting? Getting some more inventions. inventions. I'm trying to count it up. This mole man and this wizard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I think we up to 106 cards. If I did the math right, I think we up to 106 cards. We've 
that have officially been revealed. So we still have plenty out of the what is that? 94 that's left. We we still have plenty to go. We haven't even seen we've only seen one fantastic MC. Yep. We've only seen three frightful MCs. But I'm sure we're gonna get a gang load of cars next Wednesday. Yep. Yep. And or Friday. No, nah, th- next next Wednesday should be the last one. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, right, five, right, right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so man, this is this is man. <clears throat> yeah, I'm 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 here for it. I'm definitely excited for it. So they brought the heat for real. Yeah, seriously. Seriously. So uh we go ahead and wrap up podcast for this week. So it's your boy Cell, along with both my co-hosts. Ver- Ver- and also saying at the same time. Okay, Werner so Von Doom. No. Go ahead. Reach out to us at Team Apex for the win at gmail.com. It's Team Apex for the win at gmail.com. We'll go ahead and see you guys uh be seeing you guys in the collective. Talk to you later.